0: Welcome one, welcome all to a special Christmas live edition of the NFC Beast Mixtape. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you access NFC East content at SB Nation. That is blogging the boys for Dallas Cowboys content, Bleeding Green Nation for Philadelphia Eagles, Hogs Haven for those Washington commanders or Big Blue View for the new york suddenly once again good at football giants you can also watch this on the bleeding green nation youtube channel at your own convenience or if you're with us live it's because you're at the blog and the boys youtube channel where you can also catch it on the rewatch whatever the case may be he is brandon lee gotten from bleeding green nation i am rj ochoa from blog and the boys brandon elizabeth says in the comment section while brandon looks most handsome ever (laughs) shout out to lizzie
1: her oh e rj she goes by e
0: Wow, so E. Well, I mean, Lizzy. You know, that's
1: no E. That's
0: an interesting derivation. Um, it is. Lizzie. I like it. It's
1: unique. It's good. E. Just
0: would e. you ever go by B as opposed to Brandon?
1: I uh, yeah. I, I mean,
0: some people have called me that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, David Holden says, Merry Christmas. Go Cowboys. Look at that. The more appropriate Holden, some would say, that is affiliated with the NFC East Mixtape. Uh, Peyton says, first time seeing BLG. Looks like he makes his own IPAs. <laughs> Hashtag go Cowboys. Have not you ever that, made your that, own no, brew?
1: No, no. I might shout out to my cousin, Kev, who has done, uh, I don't know if he's made an IPA specifically, but he's done some home brewing, but not like the biggest IPA guy. Not an anti-IPA guy, but not uh, it's not my go-to.
0: Mm, okay, so uh, we are live. Obviously, Cowboys and Eagles playing on Saturday afternoon, Christmas Eve. We did this ahead of uh, the previous Cowboys-Eagles matchup. This one lacking in some juice. Um, we do put these episodes oh, on all I don't four. Agree with that. Well, you know that's because you love the Cowboys more than you do the Eagles, which you admitted to our friends from the Birds vs. Boys podcast. Everybody should go you check out. Are more uh,
1: obsessed with what I said than like the sentiment of actually what I said. You're like, do you Mr. think that we should Ray. let
0: people hear what you said? I mean, like, so that it's uh, you can. I mean do you do you feel like that would that be a fair?
1: Technology thing we have here.
0: I'm working on it. Um I mean because <laughs> yeah. I think that like everybody has to hear what you said. So um uh, you and I podcast together a lot as we kind of set the conversation here for Cowboys and Eagles. We've already done an NFC's mixtape this week. Tomorrow on Friday we will do a new episode of The Look Ahead with our good friend Rob Stats Carrera, where you will preview every single NFL game this coming week. Uh, we'll also react to the game that started just behind us, the Jaguars visiting the New York Jets, Zach Wilson, taking over. So um, get ready for some fireworks. But earlier this week, we were guests. We've never been guests together. But it happened this week, like I said, on the Birds versus Boys podcast. And this is what you had to say to our good friends, Kevin and Aiden. Just going to play the clip.
1: Exciting to watch the Cowboys lose than it is the Eagles win sometimes. Oh, my um, so God. It's obsession, true. The obsession
0: I, that Eagles fans have. I am so, You guys are obsessed I mean, with the obsession you guys, thing. It's not Kevin, an obsession. You, that you, you love that people yeah. are
1: obsessed with you. I know. That's Why do you thing. love it? It's you a rivalry. You love being obsessed with <laughs> It's us. a rivalry. It's what makes football fun. How is that, like, lean? It's like, you guys that, are oh, that, so lame. That to energy be.
0: is one way. Like, it's a rivalry. I have no qualms admitting that. But, like, this, I would it. never in my life be more excited about an Eagles loss than a one. So, you said that sometimes – you are more excited about a cowboys loss than an Eagles win. You, right, really, so, you really feel that way. So there's multiple things here.
1: Mm. Not my usual multiple things can be true, just multiple things in general. First of all, that Eagles Bears game was not very exciting. I said that. Like it was not like a very exciting game. It wasn't. I think anyone who watched that would say that. It was kind of an ugly game. Second of all, the rent-free thing is just the lamest. Like it doesn't
0: you admit it. Like the, the reason bit. we say rent-free is because not a of, good the, of
1: that kind of statement. Like it's- but that doesn't like, I, I don't want you're obsessed with it because then you like clip it and mm. you put it on your Instagram and you have to show it to everyone. And then you I didn't it. clip it and to be you very got, clear. And like, you're like, I'm the one who is being guilty of having my head being lived in rent-free after you're posting what I said everywhere. I pay a lot of attention
0: to the Philadelphia Eagles. I pay a lot of attention to the New York Giants, to the Washington Commanders, to the Green Bay Packers, the San Francisco 49ers. In no universe would a loss from any of those teams bring me more joy or excitement than a Cowboys win. None. So I don't um sign up for that kel uh says rent free is true though by the way doug gouton says merry christmas rj a merry christmas to the gouton family my um merry the,
1: christmas dad thanks so. i love
0: the goutons i love all of them every single one who has ever no, come and ever will come in the future the goutons are are good people uh we call this username brandon because this is a family show around at least a btb we're a family show i know bgn can get a little bit more rough around the edges i don't really uh, know if that's true that's not fair you're we, just saying we, that. We, <laughs> We call this username Moda, um, you know, just to, to be, you know, cool, um, says the Cowboys it. will Why is it called Moda? <laughs> the Cowboys will always live rent-free in Eagles fans' heads. Could, By they the way, could do, um, they could
1: change it to more, a little more planetary uh, money out of what was it again money out the uh, uranus
0: yeah that would be better uh, yeah, like the by the way uh mike hernandez says boy i sure could go for some meat sta- uh meat snacks wow. righteous felon.com 20 BBB for 20 off yeah 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 um whatever <laughs> uh your your dad says i will see you in person BLG. okay so, yeah exactly. that sounds like a threat <laughs> um, Nathan says, "Brandon, if you're, you're a not, Cowboys fan, you know get it at
1: Righteous Son. You know use the, you know use your own team's discount code. Right, Um,
0: Seriously, uh, the best beef jerky in the world. If you're an Eagles fan, use discount code BGN twenty. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, BTB fifteen. Yeah, even if you're a Cowboys fan, yeah. If, look, if you're a Cowboys fan." Use BGN20. All right, Save yourself five more percent. You know well, what I mean? If you That's- want to. But
1: again, to me, it's about, you know, you're not just supporting, you know, you're it's not just about you getting the savings. It's helping support your favorite podcast. It's helping support a local business, at least here. Uh, it's a
0: small business. Right. You know, it's,
1: at, at the very least, if not a local business for people in Texas. Um, so everyone wins, I feel like, when you buy from right to crafter, And
0: it's really good. It is. Um, so we have this Cowboys Eagles game to get to Um. David Holden says, remember the beat. I think he meant beat Dallas shirts last year on the subject. I do want to shout out my shirt. I don't know if you've paid attention to it yet. Brandon it says Dallas forever, wow. Philly for never. How is this um, not a rent free thing? If If you don't know, I imagine you don't know, which means you're not a loyal BTB listener. So shame on you. Uh, Kelsey Charles, Meg Murray, the co-host on girls talking boys, with which everybody can hear tomorrow, Friday on the blog and the boys podcast network. This is their saying, um, they, you know, came up with these shirts, uh, a few months ago. Um, you know, these, the, the, the proceeds from this benefit mental health, uh, NAMI, the foundation, it is uh, totally worth it. Um, if you're a Cowboys fan, it's part of the rivalry. It's their catchphrase. They end every episode by saying it. Um, so go to Kelsey Charles's Twitter profile. She has the link to purchase them in her bio. They're going to do one more round. But um, I did check with Kelsey uh, ahead of time. She asked me to let everybody know if you're going to buy one just to please understand they fill these orders themselves, Kelsey and Meg. So it does take a little bit of time. So um, don't get a little bit antsy if they don't come in right away. So
1: what if you're uh, non, you know, a uh, cowboy fan who wants to just donate to this organization? What is it again?
0: um nami the national i, I think uh the national administrator i don't know the full what the acronym stands for uh, national alliance on mental illness is the full acronym so, so uh, you can hit to nami.org nami.org okay, N-A-M-I. Yeah. N-A-M-I. and okay. again if you're a cowboys fan you want one of these t-shirts that i'm wearing right now if you're listening to the podcast you obviously can't see it but it's got a star it says dallas forever philly Forever, uh two texas state logos bordering the sides cool yeah, cool shirt You know what I'm saying? Um, Arwen the Fox says, just popping in to say, I look forward to the NFC East mixtape every Wednesday and that you two are the best. Love the banter, analysis, and honesty with an old school smiley face semicolon open parenthesis. i love the dog in her picture too i mean that's great that's a great dog yeah uh, good right looking there. pup um all right we have to get to cowboys eagles but it is christmas um or at least not yet uh it's gonna be christmas you're wearing a santa hat um so i wanted to ask you what is a christmas thing that you don't identify with you very famously don't like thanksgiving food mm. um so what is like Maybe you don't like Christmas music. Maybe maybe there's a certain Christmas movie you don't get. Maybe like you're not a candy cane person. Like everybody talks about their favorite this. I want to go other direction. What is a Christmas thing? So you're being a real
1: Grinch right at the start. Uh, Unlike Thanksgiving, I am all in on Christmas. Love Christmas. Um, It's not just about the gifts for me. Honestly, my family and I, we're not like the biggest gift giving family to each other. Um, Like I I don't think it has to be about the gifts. I just want to make it clear. It's not just about that. I mean, we get some each other, some things, but it's not like just all about the gifts. And if it is for some people, then good. I'm not trying to downplay that. I'm just saying I don't think it has to be about that. Uh, But I'm into it all. I want the music. I want the food. Um, One thing I don't like, I guess, if you're making me answer this question, is the song Dominic the Donkey. It's just not a good Christmas song.
0: That's your answer. This incredibly niche thing. It's annoying. You've never heard that song? I mean, yeah, but like it's annoying. Okay, I don't like it um so uh we were gonna do a happy hour of sorts but it just kind of didn't wind up working um and a big reason was i had to eat yeah, right before here so we can't well, be i happy. i had to i had to eat right before this this just kind of the way my day went and uh my wife what was kind enough dinner? uh she picked up canes for me this is not an ad uh righteous felon would definitely given you an ad but this is not an ad she she got me canes and i, I saw canes. this yeah raising canes for the that people awesome. who don't know um so um i thought you know i i saw this last time we went which wasn't that long ago i don't know if you've been to a raisin canes lately um it's like all have ever been well it's all right now um national lampoon's christmas vacation here. that's like that, okay. i don't know i don't know how like that's like their theme like you in the drive-thru like there's all sorts of like um signage and paraphernalia for christmas like the, the chevy chase like arms out electrocuted or what i've never seen the movie that's my thing i've never seen that movie wow. and i don't know if i should um, like in the next any of it
1: even not even like clips of it or no. like. Sometimes I don't you even turn on the TV and it's on, but you're not really like watching the movie.
0: I don't think I could even tell you like, um, like it's the Griswolds, right? Like that's kind of like the extent of knowledge I have on mm-hmm. this. Um, like I couldn't tell you like, oh, what it doesn't it have like that scene? Like I really couldn't.
1: Like, Do you know which NFL team uh the hat he wears?
0: I'm gonna guess it's some New York team.
1: No. Is it it's closer to you than you think? It's not a Cowboys, though. Not is it the Cowboys Saints? Hat. No, think about someone in your household.
0: Um, in my oh, it's a Bears hat. I mm-hmm. could see that. Yeah, yeah. okay. My wow.
1: cousin, my cousin Kenny. Uh, shout out to Ke- to Kenny, older brother of cousin Kev, who wears mm. that Bears hat. He's not like a big football guy, not like a big sports guy. Like would casually say he likes the Eagles, but you know doesn't really follow along too closely. Um, but uh, it's funny because he wears that hat around because he likes the same the hat. one. Yeah, from the movie. Uh, I got and you. then like all these people like like when he'll go around, just like start talking to him about the Bears, and he's like, "Yeah, man, cool." <laughs> like... Is no idea.
0: Um, okay. So David Holden says Christmas vacation is a must watch, RJ. Maybe I will. Um, as we start to veer into Cowboys Eagles, Money Maker 09 asks eggnog or hot chocolate. I will well, say hot are chocolate. Two different things. Like, I,
1: don't, I don't know. Well, that's... if you had
0: to pick one, that's the question.
1: Um, you know, I like an eggnog. That's not, all, not all year round, but like if we're doing Christmas specialty drink, I'm going to go an eggnog.
0: Um, Brian, thank you for the super chat. Everybody can follow Brian wow. on TikTok at Talk Cowboys. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Brandon. Obviously, you know it's busy time, and maybe you were out Christmas shopping. Uh, Sam Williams, Dallas Cowboys, second-round pick, rookie, uh, pass rusher, has been really, really great for the team this year. Was in a car accident on Thursday. Uh, it appears he's fine. Um, he tweeted that he was fine, and the other person involved was fine, thankfully. Um, the Cowboys have said that they're going to monitor his situation with regards to, obviously, Saturday's game. Um, on the subject of the injury report, Jalen Hurts officially ruled out there had obviously yep. been the like, I don't know, maybe he really wants to play. He's one tough dude. Um, I, I mean, as far as the Sam Williams thing is concerned, the fact that he's okay is obviously the most important thing and the person involved. Um, I don't I mean, the Cowboys are not in the the luxurious position that the Eagles are in, but they are in a spot where if they want to rest Sam Williams, they certainly have the mm. um the flexibility to do that. Um, it's hard to see, obviously, how that's gonna go without knowing the full. Uh, depth of, of of his injuries, if he has any. But right. um, I mean, obviously, if, if you if you want to be smart, you rest him. Um, so we'll see um, how that goes. But uh, Nathan says hate injuries, regardless of team. Brandon, the Jalen Hurts news broke a day before we recorded the normal episode of the mixtape this week, and he has been ruled out. So has this been a weird week? Has this been like the most tense or awkward or weird week of the season in any way, shape, or form with the Jalen Hurts news?
1: No, I wouldn't say so. The short week has made it kind of a weird week too, being the game being on Saturday. Um, but no, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I it was under I was under the impression as soon as the news came out on Monday evening that Jalen Hurts was not going to play at the very very least this week. I tuned into sports radio this week, and the conversation on there was pretty wild. And I was like, man. And I had a touch because everyone there was like, "Oh, he's definitely gonna play, or he or he should play." And he, he really wants to. He's a
0: warrior. No, and I, it look,
1: wasn't even like that. It was more like, "Like he better play. Like he's a wuss if he doesn't play." I'm like, "What the heck are we talking this about?" This is here? Philly
0: sports radio that's calling him a wuss if he doesn't play.
1: I mean, not like everyone. You know, it's not a monolith. It's not every call. But there was more of that sentiment than I I thought. And maybe it wasn't just he was a wuss, but it was like he has to play. Like, no, he doesn't. Why does he have to play? He just have. Three games to get one win. And like, I just feel like you traded for Gardner Minshew. Like, you invested a resource in him and you have, you brought him in for a reason. It's not to just never use him. You have caught, and he played well when he played last year. He went 20 and 25 for two touchdowns and zero interceptions against the Jets and against the Jets. But like, it's, it's, a, it's a good backup. You don't just force Jalen Hurts, especially when you have bigger goals, you have bigger fish to fry than winning this week and you let him get some rest. Like, I, I don't even know. It's just, it was a no brainer to me
0: um i agree i think it's stupid to call him a wuss um or whatever you know sort of intimation is made um for him not playing by the way there was a question in the chat um moda asked who is out for dallas or has that been established the only player they've ruled out is leighton vanderish but kind of like you're saying with Hertz, it was pretty well known on monday he just didn't um, practice uh, right either. that leighton yeah. wasn't gonna, gonna play in this game thankfully though he should be available for the playoffs um i do think um Nick Sirianni laid it on a little bit thick in the classic Nick Sirianni way. Like, oh, man, he's the toughest dude I've ever seen. I've never seen anyone tougher than Jalen Hurts. I mean, like, Nick Sirianni makes this a little bit harder for me, but whatever. There's a reason he's
1: doing that, and I think it's because he knows Jalen really wants to play, and it's probably kind of hard to talk him out of playing, because they have to do that, and they have to protect him against himself. So I think that's part of the concession there, is being like, you know, Jalen did everything he could. He's super tough. Like, they don't want to uh, oh my gosh! Uh, Fifty dollars super chat.
0: Okay, well, let's get to it. Arwin the Fox, who's where's my money picture. for the super <laughs> chat?
1: Everyone, Venmo me. You, uh, you where's shout the, it where's out. Where's the on on screen display they, thing? I'm put my <laughs> thank Venmo. Thank you out. to
0: Arwin the Fox for the super chat. We'll work it out with the um, the SB Nation Vox Media overlords. Michael Kist will get you your half. Don't worry, Brandon. Mm. Um, says Merry Christmas and Happy Almost New Year to you both. Thank you so much for brightening and bringing happiness to our lives all year round with the amaze content. P.S. Arwen says thanks. She's a half-husky, half-German ship. Oh, my gosh. Th- this is, the, <laughs> like, the ultimate... You, you, to- you always you always worry it. about getting doxxed on the internet. Yeah, here you are showing off your actual Venmo. It's, I mean, um,
1: it's just a code. It's fine. I mean, please, there's no way nobody do that.
0: that. Nobody do that. Brandon <laughs> won the lotto last week. He doesn't need your Venmo. But, um, anyway... I did um, not win the lottery. Like... Th- you don't have I mean, to mean, We, we have we have to get back to the game, but actually I'm gonna get this comment back up here. It's just it's tough because it's so Sorry. large. Again, thank you, yeah. Arwen the Fox. This has been the more a um, really, really fun year on the mixtape. I mean, it, it really has been, especially with the way the Cowboys and Eagles are playing. If they're meeting on Christmas Eve, like you know, you love to talk about vibes. The vibes for this show, all time high. Like it has been such a great season here. The listeners are great, the viewers are great. Everybody associated with the mixtape, the mixologists have been wonderful. So Arwen's the dog. Okay, I didn't know that. That's awesome. The fox, actually. The fox. Oh, it's a dog, right? I know, but the username is Arwen the fox. So it's yes, un- I'm under it's the impression here that the the user whose name we actually don't know here, since yeah. it, the, the username is Arwen the fox, the, the user refers to Arwen as a fox. That's my, I'm, how I'm understanding this. <laughs> but, but this comment by uh, Kel Benjamin, up, I think that's a good one. BLG is a funny guy. I'll there we go. Uh, Casey Hammond says Sirianni is the perfect combo of the theater kid and jock from high school unbearable to be around cringy Nick Cringerson mm. mm. I do think if um, if Nick Sirianni had been anybody else any other NFL coach I do think on other things we do together you would have roasted him for uh, the behavior after the win against the Colts no <laughs> Okay. Uh your dad wants to know if you're getting uh him Yeah, don't worry head. about it, dad. <laughs> so, uh Arwen the Fox, uh let me let's let know that I I'm correct. So, our, the, this user whose name I guess is a Mystery. Wow. Um, you know, uh does refer to Arwen as a fox. Nathan says the mixologist you hated on that name forever. It has stuck. They are the mixologist. Um, the long-standing Ricky Bobby. I mean, Rich Bobby. I know, but it's, it's I can't not do um ricky well, bobby when I the, it, but i know but he r- wanted to be called rich, that, be, rich you understand be why i have to go through that at first but says, Rich is Hello, a great boys. guy
1: super loyal listener um also a big righteous soundcraft jerky mm-hmm. proponent like he'll just be promoting it he's not even they're not sponsoring rich but um <laughs> you know they sponsor the pod and, and rich really helps us push that out there because he knows it's good because he gets it and he
0: likes it so patrick Patrick Saring says the mixtape has made life so much better. I download it and listen to it with my coworkers every week. Patrick, I don't know if you know this, Brandon is an Eagles fan, uh, but checks out a lot of our live streams here at Blog of the Boys, and that's what the mixtape has done. Is it has provided this like connective tissue. Look, you it. I wouldn't say I check out a lot of your live streams. No. No, Patrick does. Not, not you. Oh, okay. That's what I'm At saying, Patrick did, does. Like. So, um but you acknowledge to our friends Aiden and Kevin that you care more about Cowboys results than you do Eagles results. Um See, and so now you're doing a bit, but what, that's not what I what, said. What the mixtape has done is provided this connective tissue for for something we don't want to admit, right? Nobody wants to admit. Oh, I'm I'm checking out what the Eagles are doing. I'm checking out why what the Cowboys can't you doing. admit
1: that? It's so. Dumb. I will
0: admit that. I but I will never ever ever say because it's not true that I care more about an Eagles result or that it brings me more joy than a Cowboys result. No, that is not true um let's see here uh Moda says i will credit blg with the christmas swag on but that's all the credit i'll give him holden says david holden Sirianni, and Jalen literally only know how to get blown out in the playoffs and versus dad interesting well, um that doesn't make sense <laughs> uh oh, so, okay
1: sorry i thought uh, those are two separate things he's saying
0: right uh how to get blown out in the playoffs i mean come on and versus
1: jack like... You can't say last year. I mean, you know, if Why it not? happens again, then I will agree with that. But I mean, oh no, I'm just saying you can say like last year's Eagles team is comparable to this year. Um, it's
0: just not. It's so not. I want to. I want to get to. Um, it's not similar to, to Brian's comment. But before we do, I want to get to these so they don't fly away. Mike says the NFC East connected universe has such interesting lore. It, I don't know if you know this, Mike we started calling this the NFC beast because all of the teams are really well,
1: and the NFC East NFC least as well. Right.
0: Right. But like, that's ours trademark, baby that we did that. Arwen, the Fox lets us know. Sorry. Messages are so long. I've also written novels for y'all via Apple podcast. Wow. Yeah. Review uh BGN and BTB on Apple podcast, please. And try to keep them short. But you two and stats are the best. So it was hard to keep it short. Wow. RJ is the best. Obviously. Thank you. i mm. the Fox. Rich notes that righteous felon is the real deal. Thanks for doing this, guys. Looking forward to a Gardner-led game in Big D on Saturday. Happiness and health to everyone. Uh, Casey says, BLG awakes from a coma. His first question, did the Cowboys lose? I hope so. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I want to get to um, Brian's question. Says, I wonder if BLG thinks a hurt quarterback is a weakness to his offense. Cowboys fans, I think, are very interested in your opinion on this because – I think it's fair from everyone to wonder whether Jalen will be a hundred percent whenever he does return. If he'll be a hundred percent in the playoffs, like, do you think this week has in any way lowered the ceiling on this Eagles season? Um, no. Not to say they can't win the Super Bowl. Not to say that the lowering is even more than point oh one percent. But is is the lowering a non-zero quantity?
1: I don't think of it that way. I would say the concern level might be a little bit higher, but I think the ceiling is very still much there. Um, and and when I say higher not, yeah, not much, maybe like point, whatever, uh, to what you just said there, but no, not really. I mean, you know, uh, because, and not just because I feel like delusion, but because I've seen, um, multiple, uh, orthopedic things quoted as like a shoulder sprain takes about like two weeks, typically 14 days. So, you know, if the Eagles can win the number one seed against the Cowboys and then Hertz gets the rest. Then I think he's going to be pretty okay. I'm going to say I have a higher concern level than I did if he didn't have the injury at all, but I'm not like super. It's, it's not a significant raise in concern.
0: Nate offered some kindness uh, for you and I, Brandon, and said, shout out to Jimmy Kemsky and to stats as well. So a very clear uh, BGN radio listener, yeah, we Patrick, have Jimmy on the mixtape. didn't like I know that. it will happen. Eventually. It was just uh, when we were going to do it, we just couldn't after all. Um, but Patrick says Gardner's vibes have been great this week. Ah, patrick's been listening to you that
1: running. is true i mean like the mike leach thing is kind of like it's just very it's very emotional and it's directly i want to make clear here too if i didn't already on the mixtape like mike leach is why Gardner Minshew was in the nfl like he believed in him when like no one else really did like Gardner Minshew would not have been drafted in the sixth round where he was and get and gotten a chance especially as someone with his profile like a small dude kind of a quirky guy um yeah so like I just think that there is some meaning to that does it mean the Eagles are going to win just because of that no but is it irrelevant I don't think it's irrelevant
0: um so just to be clear because you didn't mention it right there um you've talked about at least on the mixtape this week um Gardner was at Mike Leach's funeral services this week and obviously um played for Leach and knows Leach and you knew Leach and you know Mike Leach was a big person a big factor a big influence in Gardner Minshew's football life um so you've talked about how you think the I don't want to call it vibes associated with that, but you know, the energy around it that Gardner has been somewhat inspired um, to kind of play for Mike Leach um, playing, playing with some, you know, some more emotions and kind of, you know, any player normally is in the NFL was, I don't, I sure. mean, that's, it's your point. I don't want to butcher your point.
1: I, I think there's truth to it. I mean, Gardner was making it a point to not speak at all this year because he wanted to respect hurts and he like, he just didn't even want to put himself in the spotlight at all. He only spoke last week prior to the hurts injury because of the Leach thing. And he was, right. he was willing to talk about that obviously because it was such a, you know, um, relevant topic um so yeah that did come out and and there's other reasons why as well it's not just that it's also that this is this could be the difference between him like having a chance to start somewhere next year or or starting outright if not at least a competition and not like this this performance right here this could be his one chance to to really get a chance to do that
0: i um I refer to this, like what you're talking about as like his Colt McCoy game. I don't know if you remember in 2014, Dallas, Dallas hosted Washington on Monday night football and Colt McCoy beat them.
1: Where Um, Jay Gruden awkwardly hugged (laughs) Colt McCoy after the game.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. And I like, at the time, I remember like saying to anybody who would listen, like Colt McCoy is going to be a backup in the NFL for like, 10 years because of this right like Mm -hmm. and you kind of see that and gardner has been around for a long time so it's not like he's like new to the nfl Um, but you could see him like you know cashing in on this performance if it went that way for a very long time um like cooper rush had that kind of month earlier this year mike white has kind of had that like we've kind of seen different players Um, last
1: year like he's to he's gonna get that glow up because it'd be oh wow gardner Minshew helped the eagles clinch the number one seed you know like that'd be Um, a big
0: deal Casey has a question for you. Brandon says this weekend's game is a toss. It really is genuine question here for BLJ. Uh-huh. If the birds lose Saturday, do you think they might rush hurts back a week early and risk worsening the injury for full context? The Eagles have two home games remaining after this week's game in Dallas. Uh, the first one next Sunday against the new Orleans saints, whose first round pick they do own in 2023.
1: I mean, I think it. there's a lot of, it depends on, it depends on if hurts his shoulder is like really still hurting and it's really painful or if he's feeling good. It depends if. You know, the if the Eagles score zero points, then they probably, they probably, yes, he's going to play. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, I think he will play. Yes, to answer the question, but it really depends on like how the how the Eagles would lose and where hurts Right.
0: Um, I would, I mentioned this to you in the mixtape earlier this week. I would be fascinated to see. I think, I think the Cowboys are winning. That's my official prediction. I don't know exactly how I think that's going to happen. You locked but it I think...
1: in. It's your lock of the week. Yeah, its you is. Uh, they're gonna well, cover too.
0: Way to spoil the look ahead, Brandon. Good job there. I mean, we already well, said it on the mixtape. I didn't say it on the mixtape. I said no. it in our Slack channel. Well, oh, so, I said. It. Uh, I said mine. Right, uh, Brandon and I. We do locks of the week every week on um on the look ahead on the SB Nation NFL show. Nobody has ever locked against one another. So we are doing that this week. Brandon taking the Eagles, and we got it at four and a half. That was the the time we locked it. So you're taking the Eagles at four and a half. Uh, getting four and a half. I'm yeah, it's a bummer It went up
1: to six. I want the six, but I'll take the four and a half
0: anyway. So I'm, uh, I'm laying four and a half and taking the Cowboys, but so I think Dallas wins. I think we both think that Dallas is going to win a week from this moment, right? When they visit the Tennessee Titans and it looks like it's going to be Malik Willis looks like Ryan Tannehill season is over. Um, unless Tennessee makes the playoffs, makes a deep run or whatever, uh, which feels unlikely at this point, especially with the way the Jaguars are surging because they slayed the mighty the Cowboys. Um, it's tied three, three. Um, okay. My team is anyway, over
1: there, by the way, people. So that's why I'm looking over there.
0: The podcast audience has no idea where you just pointed, but um, but anyway, um, it would be fascinating if the Cowboys did win these next two games, and then the Eagles lost to the Saints. That that chaos you talked about sports radio, um, the the sports radio following what would then be an Eagles loss next Sunday to the Saints would be wild. It would be incredibly chaotic.
1: It would be chaotic. Um, someone asked for the button, that's why I did, did that. Anyway, uh. I think that the Eagles are going to win this week, so I'm not really looking ahead to next week. But, uh, by the way, it's kind of a disappointment that the show isn't actually called The Look Ahead. I mean, you and I call it that because there should have a name. That's a whole different topic. Okay,
0: keep it to Cowboys-Eagles, Brandon. It's it's, it's
1: very disappointing. It it hurts me. But uh, what's your question again?
0: Just... I guess what would it take to rush Jalen back? Would it? Would it take? You kind of described oh, it, yeah. but like, would it take the? Would it take two losses? Would it take the offense looking completely flat? Like, what? What would? What would be the like smash glass in case of emergency button? Because he is yeah. the button.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard for anything to be like too concerning, even just because I look back at the twenty seventeen Eagles. And, you know, I thought Foles like he sucked, man. He looked not good at all at the end of that regular season there. Like, they played the Raiders. And I, that's, terrible. Was,
0: was that, like, a Monday night game? It was on, yeah, it was on
1: Christmas, like, right. Christmas night. The night, not Christmas Eve, but, like, the night of Christmas. And he looked terrible. He looked terrible when he, they played him against the Cowboys, which I think they wanted to do in week, the finale, because they, they wanted to get him, like, okay, let's get him a drive. He'll look good. And then we'll build his confidence. And then, no, it, it looked really bad. And so, like, I can't say... That uh, anything that happens is going to have me at like a panic level of 10 just because of that. And the time off will be helpful and everything. But yeah, I mean, if the Eagles lose their next two games, then that forces them to must win in week 18 against the Giants team. That, you know, is certainly probably playing to make sure they get their playoff spot. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be fairly concerned at that point. Although, um, you know, depending on how it goes, it's possible they would be getting Hurts back healthy at that point. So I'd feel good about that.
0: So um, you can ask me and some of the, you know, we obviously have a lot of Cowboys uh, fans in the, in the chat right now. So you can ask all of us some questions if you'd like, um, but hypothetical for you. And I'm obviously looking at like pro Cowboys hypothetical. So anti Eagles ones um, say, say the Eagles did lose, lose these next two games, but Hertz was not hundred percent call that what you want. 95, 90, 85, whatever. Um, would you rather play him that week 18 game? against the giant and we don't know what it's hard to forecast i don't think like the giants will need that to get it that that week 18 game but whatever um would you rather play him and risk further damage or say you know what let's just rest him even if that means costing ourselves the one seed? no like, I mean, right like but, so like you yeah. you wouldn't rather guarantee a, a healthier jalen even as the two seed for the wild card round. not with the injury he has no
1: especially okay. no i think you know no that's it's it's a mess it's significant like getting that bye week is a really and then having home field advantage in the playoffs versus playing on the road that's a huge deal and also again you have Gardner Minshew for a reason like you have to if if Gardner Minshew like can't go out here and get them at least one win in theory if he has to play uh one of the three then that's he's a gotta, failure he's,
0: he's got to play two if he played all three games he's got to play two playoff teams and a team vying he should for be able division. to get
1: you one win at the very least if he has to play all I agree three with that. But um, if Hertz has to play to make sure you get the one seed, then absolutely you play him. Uh,
0: Michael, by the way, uh, clearly listens, says, I hope next year the NFL schedules the Eagles and Cowboys earlier in the year. I want to see one, these baby. teams play each other at full health. I agree. Um, so Nathan says, if the Cowboys lose, what else has to happen to lock them into the five seed? Obviously, the Eagles get the first seat. Um, well, so Eagles Dallas is – da- well, yeah. So, But if, if Dallas loses, if they win on Thursday night, um and the well, if we go in chronological order, if the Giants lose mm-hmm. this week, um, to the Vikings and say Dallas and they play before the Cowboys and the Eagles, say the Giants lose, um, and then the Cowboys lose. If the Cowboys beat the Titans next Thursday night, boom, five seat locked in. Um, you just have to pick up. You have to pick up a combination for the Cowboys between. You have to get two things: whether two Cowboys wins, two Giants losses, or one of each. So that's what you have to get. Um, in order to secure the five seed, uh, Kel says, "BLG sounds very confident in Gardner." Uh, one to ten. It's not even just about
1: him. Um, I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say solid seven point seven. Um, it's not just about him; it's about the system too, oh. and it's about. But really, I think the biggest mismatch in this game works in the Eagles' favor. I
0: mean, you've said this a hundred places. AJ the, uh, Brown
1: and Devontae Smith, whoever. Is covering them on the Cowboys that is not Trayvon Diggs
0: that's a big mismatch those players are really really
1: good and Gardner is them to work with oh and by the way Dallas Goddard's coming back I think Gardner Minshew has more than enough help oh and the Eagles offensive line has what it's like three Pro Bowl starters and two Pro Bowl alternates like it's a really good offensive like he has 15 Pro Bowlers
0: uh by the way combined between these 17. two teams
1: Oh, sorry. I thought well, seventeen yeah. for the Eagles if you go include um, Pro Bowl we're and Pro Bowl alternates. we not including alternates. alternates. That's what's well, a lot. Yeah. I'm saying
0: though. Even still. I know, but we're talking about Pro Bowlers. We're talking about players named it's, to the so Pro it's what, Bowl. Eight. It's eight. Eight, for the Eagles. eight and seven. That's seven what I'm saying. Seven. Fifteen combined Pro Bowlers um, between the two teams. Um, Brian says Micah Parsons was right about Hertz. Hertz. So saith
1: BLG. No, that's not what I said. I said that he has helped. Doesn't no one's saying Jalen Hurts doesn't have help? That is not something anyone is saying. I've said that Jalen Hurts has ideal conditions and he has maximized those
0: things. I think it's stupid, by the way, for people to like bag on on jalen for like playing on a very good team like that's the dumbest thing ever to me to be like well who cares like he would what, what if he had no talent well then they would not be as good like, you know, like that's a like i and I, I don't think that eagle I, eagles fans not the only people who did this but like people have said the same thing about jack well he has an amazing off that long time ago he has an amazing offensive line he has zeke rookie Zeke like oh man blah, blah blah yeah turns out having good players around you makes you even better like welcome to a team sport um what questions do you have for me and the Cowboys fans that are with us, Brandon, that we haven't already touched on throughout the week. What was you your like biggest concern
1: about? entering this game?
0: Uh, I mean, you kind of said it—the non Trayvon Diggs starting corner for this team. Um, okay, so besides that, besides that, um, I'm very interested to see how Tyron Smith handles this Eagles pass rush. Right? Like, I was going to
1: say, I wanted to go to the defense because that's something probably we haven't talked about. That's what, know, like.
0: So like, even if, um, even if let, let's say like, I don't know, like say, say Calvin Joseph ran with Devonte Smith, like most of the game. And then like, you know, he shut him down, right? He had like two targets, one catch for six yards. Like that would not make me feel good whatsoever because it's Gardner Minshew, right? Like you can't like, you can't draw a legitimate comparison or a legitimate idea from that. Uh, by the way, we would love to hear your answers to Brandon's question. If you're a Cowboys fan here, um, E says, how is your favorite Gatorade flavor melon? I love that. It's It's so delicious. It's, it's so refreshing. That's why I like it. Um, anyway, um, so, but you get my, you agree, right? Like it's hard to draw anything from, from a defensive performance from the Cowboys from this game because of the, of, of the quarterback. That is common sense. Um, so where we can, you know, kind of take something away from this in a legitimate sense, um, is how the Cowboys offense performs against, uh, we had an article about this earlier today at the site. I think San Francisco is the best defense in the NFL. You can make yeah. an argument that Philly's number two, Dallas is number two, right? Like that's kind of been more of a revolving door. Um, so how can the Cowboys handle this pass rush and Hassan Redick and everybody? Blah, blah, blah. Like, so how does Tyron Smith play if he does play more at right tackle this particular yeah. week? Like this is, it's still really new to him. Like I'm very, very interested to see how he does.
1: Um, me as well. Uh, I know Brandon Graham specifically has kind of gotten Tyron's number, not like owned him, but there's a couple in a couple battles over the years where Brandon Graham has gotten his number and left Brandon tackle,
0: Graham, Tyron, he's gotten left tackle Tyron. Very well, but thing. Brandon
1: Graham, you know, plays against the right tackle a lot now, and different, different I think different that's Different
0: technique for Tyron, so he's never faced this version of Tyron Smith.
1: Well, yes, but I think that could also work in the city. And also, honestly, like the way Reddick is looking right now, and now you know he was killing Alex Weather. Leatherwood, Le- who is not a good player but like he was destroying him dude like he could not be blocked and reddick has obviously been really good this season um not impossible not likely i guess at this point but not impossible that hassan reddick could finish with more sacks than than your boy parsons which would be funny because i just like said that as a throwaway thing. so now you you're it bringing it face. back
0: even though you've acknowledged that it was silly that you said it as a throw i mean it was like a throwaway oh, interesting. comment interesting. but
1: i'm saying like I, I don't well in all seriousness i don't think the gap is like ginormous I mean I would I put Parsons over the Hasan gap Reddick? is absolutely
0: ginormous between Micah Parsons and Hassan Redick and that's not a slight against Hassan Redick the gap is absolutely ginormous between yeah, the you're two sleeping other. on Redick a little bit baby I think you're not acknowledging the like my when when like he he's been a little bit you know winded or whatever as of late but Micah is one of the five best players in the NFL I mean Hassan well, Hassan, Hassan, Hassan is isn't, really isn't in the right top now. 20 I mean and that's not less slight against him
1: Parson. Micah Parsons not a top five player in the NFL right he's
0: now. He's absolutely a top five player. No, he's not. Five. He is. Name five players better than Michael Parsons. Justin
1: Parson. Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes.
0: <laughs>
1: um I'm not, I'm not going in order. Not going I don't think Jalen makes that list. Them. That is
0: silly. I would he's do, the MVP.
1: I would... He's arguably the MVP.
0: But some of that is like Thanks a Brian, the narrative.
1: by the way, in the chat.
0: Yeah, Brian. That. Um did, did they you Um Wow, um, so Tomasco Picarossi, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, says, did RJ watch Micah against the Eagles earlier this year? Yeah, did you watch Jalen against the Bears throw two interceptions? I mean, like, are we going to cherry pick this way? If, did we watch Justin Jefferson against the Eagles? You know what I mean? Like, um, oh my gosh, man, you actually put your Venmo in the chat now. <laughs> uh, Kel. Says, someone B- asked for it. Kel says BLG has got to be joking. If I if I had to come up with players that are that I like undeniable, I would definitely Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, duh, Josh Allen, maybe sometimes. I think we we've gotten to a place where Josh Allen's become a little bit overrated, which again isn't a slight mm-hmm. against him. Um who's overrating him? He's I dropping think, the MVP odds. I think he I think he he escapes criticism, which I think is like a, a tentacle of being overrated. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't get criticized the way other players do. Um Kevin says Eagles are not going to be able to do what they did to Parsons without Hurts. I agree with that. Um, Elizabeth e says, oh, okay, it was cold in Chicago. E who he was from the out. Midwest
1: in the Chicago area, by the way. So she's an expert.
2: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team.
0: I want to bring up what some people answer to your question with, like what concerns are um,
1: besides the yeah, wide receiver. Right. Kel says right.
0: my biggest concern is will the silly and strange Dak interception streak continue? Hmm. It's been weird. I mean, and like he deserves criticism and, and fault for a lot of them, um, but there have been these weird, like he thought there was an offsides. The ball was tipped off Noah Brown, right? Like, so w- will the weird luck work against him or like, will there be regression to the mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that is a fair worry to to wonder because that's how you win a game with Gardner Minshew not to take away from Gardner Minshew right like is that's how you win that's how the jaguars win this game that's how you lose that's how you blow 14 or 17 point leads is you have stupid turnovers that that give the other team short fields to work with
1: yeah i mean like my point on that okay the game losing interception isn't on him but he's thrown a lot of picks now you like to say that there's been bad luck in there. I'm sure there has to some extent, but you also have to look at the good luck he's gotten from drop-ins and stuff. I think some of that evens out. And I think the to- the whole point uh is that I just don't think Dak is in by any means like peak infallible form, I'm scared of this guy. It's like nothing we can throw at him was going to stop him. I'm expecting Dak to turn the ball over probably at least once in this game. Maybe not more than that, but probably at least once because he's done it in every game he's played this year, except for two. It doesn't mean it works that way, but like, I'm saying the way he's playing like a turnover is really not out of the question.
0: I don't think that's like a bold take though, like to, and maybe that's your point like i I mean, I think it's not ridiculous to expect any quarterback to turn the ball over once in an NFL game, I mean, especially when they're playing one of the better I defenses mean, in the NFL like the Cowboys Hurts has
1: really done that this year, like that's the thing. I feel like I, I trust him not to turn the ball over with that, but I'm like so I'm, that, I'm counting on we can get him once, we can get him at least once
0: but there's regression of the mean with that stuff all the time. Like that, like, you know, that's why like, th- like Dak is due for regression. as far as mm-hmm. the like fluky interceptions are concerned. And that's why like your take about like not being afraid of Dak that which is like,
1: incredibly well.
0: Dak is by, by nature, a polarizing player because of the team he plays well, He's for. a quarterback. Right. All right, But, but like he's the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys like that. There's an inherent polarizing quality to that, mm-hmm. but this has been maybe the most polarizing season of his career in that it, he is either like absolutely dealing or the or he's made some critical mistake, or there has been some weird like stroke of poor luck that has mm-hmm. worked against him. But like what, what's happening around you know the country or the world is people are picking one of these branches to lean on. Like oh no, he's only the elite guy. Oh no, he's only the guy throwing these interceptions. No, he like it's a weird gazpacho. Using that correctly, I know I've no, pictured that before. In the you're past.
1: thinking of gumbo,
0: and what also you're I've basically
1: always- saying more than one thing can be true. Gaz- gazpacho is basically just cold soup.
0: Well, I'm talking about like a smorgasbord, right? Like something that features. I love a smorgasbord. <laughs> right? so that's what I'm I do. Talking it's about. a
1: great. There's this place called um, Shady Maple Smorgasbord, and out basically like I don't know, an hour or so west of Philly, and it's just great. They have like a big breakfast buffet. It's just great, and other things. They have a lunch buffet too, dinner options. I love it. Not a sponsor, but I love it.
0: Two uh questions. Diesel 80, who's been a little bit critical of Dak in our chat in the past, uh, says as a Cowboys fan, I tend to agree with BLG about Dak. So uh put that one in your sure. hat, Brandon. Um, man, um sorry, I'm watching the Thursday night game behind you. Travis Etienne almost scored. I was telling you. Hey, I want to score. talk about the run game, by the way. When you're done with the way you I know. Saying. Well, the comment literally says, but the Eagles can't stop the Cowboys run game. That will mm. be the difference. Thirty-one to twenty boys. Are you worried about Zeke Elliott and Pro Bowl running back, Tony Pollard?
1: Wow. Um, I mean, that's definitely one of the bigger concerns in the game in part because, so I like to like distinguish these things. The Eagles are not good at tackling. They just aren't, they've gotten better as the season has gone on. At one point they were literally PFFs worst graded team at tackling. And that very met, much matched like the high What point test.
0: was that? Like
1: when it went abouts? Like around their bye, like nine, ten weeks, eight, whatever around that in. And you can look at it on PFFs grading. It has since gotten better. And I think you can give the coaching staff some credit for that. Under Sirianni, the Eagles have had some very glaring weaknesses in his tenure, and typically they've kind of gotten better at those things. I remember penalties were a huge issue last year, um, and they were, there was a game this year too, I think, it was against the Steelers? I can't remember, where like penalties were this huge issue and they rectified it. My opinion is the Titans. Anyway, uh, yeah. So like, but still, it's a weakness. And Tony Pollard is really good at making players miss. Zeke had his best game of the season against the Eagles earlier this year. So yeah, I mean, that, I don't think it's like I'm worried about them necessarily breaking um you know 90 yard runs as much as just, just kind of like being a constant grind, getting the Eagles' uh, defense into third and manageable third and short situations. RJ, the Eagles are the best team in the league this year at generating third down sacks and that's their formula i mean it sounds obvious but like they want to get teams into third and long and they want to you know uh earn the right to rush the passer so to speak and they've been really good at doing that so how do you avoid that you get into third and manageable like the commanders did when they beat the eagles and i think that's the formula for a victory for the cowboys
0: i think that's well said and i think obviously relying on the ground game is a big part of that um i think we'll see zeke and tony probably touch the ball a ton um that's just obviously you know that's the formula here. You mentioned penalties and I don't mean to like just pivot off of that, but this has been a storyline for the Cowboys for a long time. Um for a little bit for about a year now, I guess, going back to the end of last season. Um everybody talked about it. I don't know if you remember the Cowboys were penalized like a thousand times against the Niners in the playoff loss and then Mike McCarthy and everybody complained, blah blah blah. They they started off this season in a troubling sense. Beyond everything else that went poorly in week 1, they had 10 penalties. Um do you know how many penalties the Cowboys had against the Eagles in week 6? No, 10 penalties. Hmm. Um, so they had 13 against the Giants on Thanksgiving. And that was kind of like a, whoa, now you're back to this kind of old way. But since then, three against the Colts, three against the Texans, two against the Jaguars. So they've really kind of stabilized it. That's like, you know, you talk about like shooting yourself in the foot, whatever, blah, blah, like making the game or keeping the game close, starting manageable, blah, blah. Biting blah.
1: yourself in the foot, as Dak <laughs> would say. <laughs> so it's weird. not a real phrase.
0: Uh, weird line. Uh, that's something that that is a, a, a factor. For in this game but they have kind of cleaned that up the cowboys have and so i'm interested to see that like how disciplined can you be against a, a really stout defense a really stout offense obviously independent of garnermanship
1: um are you worried about the eagles run game because it seems like the jags have had a weakness or sorry the jags were able to take advantage of a weakness there and i know that's something you've been concerned about and you talked about why uh the cowboys you know it was a good move to trade for jonathan hankins gets hurt how big of a concern
0: is that I mean, I'm a I'm really afraid of Miles Sanders when Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. Like I don't, and I don't mean to like constantly like throw that out, right? Like, well, Jalen Hurts being out, blah blah blah, like because that's such a lame, you know, kind of like air out the balloon thing. But I'm not as afraid of Miles Sanders without him. Which you know, I talked about my fantasy team. I've got Miles Sanders gone, so it's a tough, tough scene for me. Mm. Um, but I'm really not that like I'm like the the running back that like. That annoys me the most on the Eagles, like from a success standpoint, is Kenneth Gainwell. That's the one that it's mm. like, how, like, how is this still happening? Like, how, how is this a thing still? Um, so I'm really not. I'm definitely way more afraid of AJ Brown or Devonte Smith than I am the Eagles running. Yeah, this
1: game. no, I think it's, you should be. I agree, but I just, I, I wonder how that's going to look because there was a lot of talk, you know, about the Eagles didn't run enough, which I thought was silly because the Bears' pass defense was bad, and also the Eagles ultimately had a lot of success moving the ball through the air. AJ Brown and Devonte Smith went off. Um, but yeah, I mean, the run game is going to be a factor here. It's not like they don't trust Gardner to throw at all, but certainly your backups in, you're probably going to run the ball maybe a little bit more than you might with your starter, just because you want to give him some help in theory.
0: Somebody asked me, um, like over under for total touches between Zeke and Pollard on Saturday, I would say like 40 and a half. That would be my number well and it I would, depends
1: on game script yeah i mean if right down. but like
0: i mean like the, the question was like guessing that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it's so like i would maybe that's a little high. i would dang the under on that yeah yeah i would say high. like maybe like 33 and a half that would be where i'd set it um, okay that's
1: more reasonable right
0: uh stelios 300 cowboys thank you for the super chat says blg is definitely definitely on to something. something wow
1: great point by him i mean i am um, onto something
0: so uh nicholas this is a non-NFC East question, but definitely an NFC East mixtape. Oh, question. Says, tough question. Uh, BLG, you've taken responsibility for being so low on Hurts prior to the season. Do you have any regrets about being so high on Russell Wilson?
1: From a vibes perspective, yes. From a talent perspective, no. I mean, he still had a really good season last year. I remember looking it up, and he his passer rating last year would have been like the seventh greatest Eagles quarterback season ever. So that like, doesn't
0: say a lot. Like that's like saying, well, it would have been the best Bears passer, you
1: know, rating of all but time. But like, but you get the point. Like, I just think it was a little much to say he was cooked based on like
0: even if was, you he thought was he was cooked, there's no way things. anybody forecasted this. You know I mean? agree.
1: And I also don't think it's I I'm not gonna bet on it, but I don't think it's impossible that maybe they get a new coach, maybe. There's like, uh, you know, uh, a reflection this offseason being like he needs to kind of look in the mirror a little bit. I'm not saying that's like uh, the likely outcome, but I, I don't think Russ is necessarily done 100 percent. He might be. I, I I think it's more likely than not. He is. But I'm also not ready to just write him off entirely.
0: Um, yeah. um I know that like the Broncos have taken a lot of heat for the Russ trade. Um, uh, something I want to do an episode of the look ahead about in the off season is like ranking, um, the stupidness of the trades. Cause we've seen a lot of like poor trades. Like we saw last year, uh, the bears trade for Justin Fields turn. What was that pick for the, the giants? Like fifth overall that, that, that first round pick became, I mean, they wound up with Justin Fields. So like right now they really don't care. But, um, but if you look at it, like the worst trade involving first round picks was, was who like, there's a lot of, you know, debate as far as like who, who did the worst job. Um, I think the Broncos, even though it blew up in their face, like it was sound, you know what I mean? Like it was sound logic. It was like, you're, you're training for a franchise quarterback. Like the one that is the least sound is the saints to me. Like what, what were oh, you yeah. like, in, in the, in the best result? How is exactly. that going to help your team? Like it, it makes like what the, what the Broncos did make sense. It just didn't work.
1: What they were shooting for. Yes. If it did work out. I mean, if, if it did, if Russ was not cooked. Yeah. I mean, that would be, they could win the division, you know, they would be, or at least probably in position at the very least to get a wild card.
0: So first of all, Skylar says, "What the hell? I didn't know there was a show today. It's my birthday, 33 years old, so make it extra special." Um, Brandon, on the subject of making it special, Brian, you brought up Russell, uh, or that Russell was brought up. Brian says, "Uh oh, RJ's Russ's impression coming in." Nathan asked if Russell Wilson was going to be on this stream. Mike just came out and said, "Do the Russ impression," and Nathan said, "It's Russ time, RJ. Russ time feels like something Russell would say." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
1: like, you like know? right before he's gonna eat dinner too you know like, uh when i when, I, when I eat dinner uh
0: um, i'm a believer that you you have to feel your body every 4.3 hours because i i pay my nutritionist about a million dollars a year to work on this body because my body it's it's my temple and it's my home um you know my home i, I know there's that that tiktok going around uh, about the number of bathrooms uh in, in mine and sierra's house uh there's there's 12 bathrooms don't worry and and, and yeah we, we've got bath mats for all of them uh but but you know my, my home where i live my space um it's my body and um and and, and so um so I, I make sure to fuel it you know you you have to fuel. i sleep in a hyperbaric chamber um it's like um did you ever see daredevil with ben affleck the the, the mechanism he sleeps in now it's, it's just like what that and point. um you know um i consider myself a a, a bit of a daredevil you know uh how, yeah yeah um you know we'll, we'll be back next year though guys um Bakos country that's right uh i have a couple
1: christmas poems to get to here rj
0: We'll get there. Uh, Mike says, LMAO, it's also my 33rd birthday today and my wow. twins too, technically. So it's a pretty important day, December 22nd. Okay. That. I think uh, Carson wants his
1: birthday tomorrow.
0: Brian gave me five points. Um, you mentioned this. Um, uh, your dad, by the way, said happy birthday yeah. to Mike. And Fernette asked if your dad was your dad. It
1: is. Your yeah, dad. He so is your my dad. Point. My dad is my dad.
0: <laughs> so you said uh, you were sent two poems Mm-hmm. One about the division, one about the mixtape. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. So Why you are you confused? Read You've read them. You would you would seemingly know the answer to this.
1: Well, I don't know about the division. One is about like Eagles Cowboys. I would say. Okay. More specifically, and then okay. another one is about kind of more like the mixtape. I mean, with Eagles Cowboys mixed in,
0: but okay. you know. Do that one second. Do the, the yeah the, the the teams one first.
1: All right. So. Give us a you voice. Know,
0: like, you know, we're ga- it's Christmas time. Well, like obviously I'm going to do that,
1: RJ. Uh, this comes from uh, user Kenneth Ed on Reddit, Reddit, uh, the Eagles subreddit. Um, he is on Twitter at Kenneth Ed. Sorry if I don't mean to dox you, but your name is on here, so I'm including it. And these are like these are not short, so bear with me. Uh, the first one called A Visit from St. Kelsey. K-E-L-C-E. T'was, are you, you going to let me do it?
0: Well, I, you have to specify. Like, you know, so, okay, go ahead.
1: Twas the night before game day, and all throughout Dallas, the kids knew the Eagles would storm Jerry's palace. Stripper stockings were hung in his luxury suite, where he'd soon watch the cows get their punk butts beat. The cowboys were sweating while tucked in their beds with nightmares of the Bears' next TD in their heads. Zeke counting his plums during each Pollard snap settled in with McCarthy to watch Garrett clap. <laughs> when out on the field there rose such a quake. Jerry dropped his McGriddle and salted his shake. Down to the sideline he raced in a jiffy, though his sodium levels were medically iffy. The glow of the moon on the freshly cut grass gave the luster of game time, despite nary a pass. Then what to his surgically altered eye should appear but a Kelly Green sleigh and eight guys drinking beer. With a 300-pound driver, so bearded and healthy, he knew in an instant it must be St. Kelsey. The Philadelphia Eagles, they flew in formation. Jason yelled to the best friggin' team in the nation. Now AJ, now Smitty, now Sanders, now Jordan, on Brandon, on Johnson, on Goddard, and Jalen. To the back of the end zone on a fourth and one call, now do it each time that we touch the damn ball. As rowdy fans that before the first quarter do drink and yell at the ref, because his holding calls stink. So up to the nosebleeds, the players, they flew with a 13-1 in record and Coach Nicholas, too. And then in a twinkling, Jerry's courage was fleeting on the heels of another Doug Peterson beating. As he sputtered and spoke, barely turning around, down the, down the concourse, St. Kelsey came with a bound. He was dressed like a mummer, smelled of whiskey and meat, and he strut like a guy who came straight from South Street. A Super Bowl trophy, he waved in Jones' face as he cheerfully stomped on old Jer's sacred space. Almost done. His eyes, how they glinted. His dimples, how scary. Because this ain't the 90s. It's our world now, Jerry. The beard on his chin was made for a party while the Eagles take aim at another Lombardi. The sad fall of Wentz getting small in the mirror as MVP Jalen Hurts crushes this year. Kelsey had a bold laugh and swift downfield block as he readied his speech for the post-parade talk. He was charming and funny, a true Christmas tune peddler, and Jerry hated himself for being a meddler. But a wink of his eye on the very next play made Jer realize the Eagles would still roast his nuts anyway. And putting a foot to the back of his rump, Kelsey booted the owner like something that happened in the presidential election of 2020. he spoke not a word but pointed to maui where he often vacationed with hanukkah howie then turning the tables like a DAC interception he was off faster than gerald could lose something he sprang to his sleigh jerry still in a coma now on to the playoffs last stop arizona but jerry heard him exclaim as he took to the sky merry christmas f dallas and fly eagles fly So long.
0: That was really, 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 really well done. I I mean, I really was bothered by a lot of it, but I mean like as far as cleverness and creativity, it was really, really good.
1: Yes. I give in the effort is an A plus. Um, I censored some of it. Obviously, I didn't want to uh drop, you know, some curse words here on the on the uh on in on the old stream. Um, you know, it's it's dangerous. So I've read these, but it's dangerous to like you know, kind of sometimes just read things you're reading and like seeing what's coming ahead and be like, oh, I don't know if I want to see that on the thing. Yeah,
0: you know, and you also like don't want to like run burgundy to yourself, like accidentally just like right over. exactly. Um wow. Um that was well done. I have one final question for us to mm-hmm. kind of answer and flesh out that I think everybody will enjoy. Um, but um but I don't he is asking me asking me what my <laughs> sign is. I'm laughing. <laughs> um I don't know. Um your astrology the, sign, my friend. Oh uh Libra? I think yeah
1: yeah because you're you're also yeah October yeah, yeah
0: yeah I think I think so um I mean I'm not into that but um I mean maybe maybe it's gonna look something up I don't know I'm curious uh so um okay let's hear the one that's more related to the mixtape right
1: okay yeah sorry um that is in my DMs this one was like a link I had to click on click okay. on now I have this this is from our friend Chris Winters uh, at Winters Vermont. Uh, I'm looking for... Do you want me to read the message? Because you sent a little bit of a message, too.
0: I mean, it's kind of up to you at this point. This is your thing, so...
1: I spent way too much time on this ridiculous poem uh, based on Twas the Night Before Christmas and the NFC's mixtape. It's probably too long, but thought it'd be fun for you and RJ to do a dramatic reading on Thursday, uh, so on and so forth. Thank you, Chris. Uh, He also said, P.S., I know you are taller than 6'2". I tried to make... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Work in a few running gags that the mis- exologist might appreciate. Thank you, Chris.
0: Brandon is six foot five. Just so uh, everybody's clear. Nine. His exact I'm height. Six, foot, six nine.
1: foot five. My dad will back me up in the comments. Anyway, all right. Twas the night before Christmas, and all across the land, birds and boys fans were stirring with beverages in hand. Because it's Dallas week in Philly and a silly week in Dallas. Forget holiday cheer, even though that seems callous. Lucky jerseys were hung by the flat screen with care in the hopes that the number one seed would soon be theirs. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of playoff wins danced in their heads. RJ in his kerchief and BLG in his cap had just settled down, hoping for a game that's not crap. When up on the screen, there arose such a clatter, they both sprang from their couches to see what was the matter. Away to the, the remote, they flew with a flash, turned up the volume, and then noticed a mustache. When what to their wandering eyes should appear but a miniature QB with a hair covered sneer with a cute little headband and his helmet askew. We knew in a moment it must be St. Minshew as rapid as Eagles, his linemen, they came and he whistled and he shouted and he called them by name on Isaac, on Jordan, on Lane and on Jason, on Sanders, on Goddard, on AJ and landed to the top of the league, to the top of the East, now, dash away, smash away, like an NFC beast.
0: Oh! So,
1: da- I'm not done. So, down to Jerry's world. The courtiers they flew with a plane full of victories and St. Minshew, too. On the sidelines was Dylan, the true MVP, with a nod and a smile, proving hard work is key. Look out, Looking out at St. Minshew and cheering him on, let's go show them, Cowboys, how hard games are won. We're well on our way to a ball that is super. We won't use an excuse like y'all did with Cooper. Up in the skybox, we see a shot of Jerry, like some old wrinkled elf who was quite frankly scary. He was dressed in a suit from his head to his shoes, fooling fans once again with a team that will lose. With three playoff wins in the last 25 seasons, Jarrett looks in the mirror and says, I ain't the reason. A bundle of players he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler claiming just, opening his pack, best defense in football. Besides, we've got Dak and don't need Amari because Micah gets sacks. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. And Diggs will get picks, check out our O-line. There's no reason to trade, it's all gonna be fine. His droll little mouth was drawn up in a bow and the lines on the field were as white as the snow. Up north in Philly, the mood was intense, where Hertz injured shoulder remind us of whence. BLG was stress eating. His team in bad shape. Bragging lights on the lo- bragging rights on the line for the big mix. Next big mix tape. The crust of a pizza. He held tight in his <laughs> teeth. And the aroma of wings encircled his head like a wreath. RJ in Texas was panicked and nervous. We can't lose to this team with their QB out of service. Back on the field, and there are the coaches. Saint Mike and Saint Nick with their different approaches. McCarthy has a broad face and a round little belly that shakes while he paces like a bowl full of jelly. He was walking so fast, a right jolly old elf, that BLG laughed when he saw him in spite of himself. It was ha 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 instead of ho ho ho, with his six foot two frame, I'm actually six foot nine, really enjoying the show. And RJ laughed too, his mood turning brighter, as he noticed Siriani's red and green highlighters. <laughs> I'm in their heads rent free, he thought to himself, as he dusted the Aikman figurine on his Super Bowl, quote, shelf. How this big game will end? There is no telling. May your stockings be filled with jerky from righteous felons. Oh! And no matter the outcome, cutting through all the noise, through the decades of hate between the birds and the boys, we can unite around football and spread some holiday joy. Philly, Philly fans are obnoxious, and Dallas sucks too. But we, as we all know, both things can be true. <laughs> Here's a prediction: We're talking trash. Thirty-one. 30 birds led by the Mississippi mustache. Miles goes off and Tony and Zeke have their way. Dallas beats Dallas in more ways than one Saturday. St. Minshew will exclaims as he runs out of sight. Number one scene is ours. Y'all have a good night. And then Jalen remarks with calm and great poise, a bleeding green Christmas to all and happy blogging the boys
0: wow well done that was really great that great job by both of our people like well thought out and meaningful and uh wow the righteous felon plug yeah they got Uh, it all things can be true honestly both Uh, of them
1: were very good i appreciate the effort and just like we didn't even prompt this to be clear and i said to you rj when we were messaging about doing the show i'm like and 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 you even asked, you were like, did we prompt this? I was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's unsolicited.
0: You you slacked me and you said, I um I have two poems. And so like yeah. it seemed like like there was like a common denominator. And I, I couldn't remember. I was like, did we ask? We asked for weird things a lot, but I was like, Did we ask for poems? Um, so we didn't. And they were both inspired by the same poem, technically. So like um kind of a, a chalk Christmas thing to like do a poem based off of that album. But like these are really, 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 really well done in really different ways if i had to pick really one good. that was better it was the second one if wow, i'm being just
1: honest. taking shots um i like well, I mean, you know had... the one they did pander to us more with the specific uh, mixtape references
0: um wow um i i cracked this open when you brought up the beverages shine or cheer not an ad but a very topical um brew for this time of year um that i feel like we're always rhyming now it's like because mm-hmm. those are really long so i feel like everything uh we're saying is um It's just like said in in the tone of it all. Uh, Wow. Uh, That was awesome. By the way, Diesel80 uh, asks if you know that I haven't seen Christmas Vacation. I said that at the very beginning of this. So, um, yeah, Mm. I haven't seen the movie. Um, Okay. As I get ready with my shiner cheer. Last question for both of us. So do you want to go first or me go first? Uh, You go first. The question is how will either of us feel if the Cowboys or Eagles lose? on Saturday, right? So that we got got to say it now so we can't run from it or hide from it the way that you like to do. You know what I mean? Like after the fact. So we say this now. So if we're like, oh, I'll be devastated. It'll be the worst day of all time. You can't come out and like reverse cope and be like, oh, no, really not that big of a deal. Like we'll just pick up the one scene next week, whatever, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want me to go first? Yeah. If the Cowboys lose, even though like context would matter, like context would dial up the intensity a little bit if if like the Cowboys got blown out. Um, it will be frustrating because this is, this should be an opportunity for them to flex. And and I say flex, but this should be an opportunity for them to get right. It is. Um, I had an article go out while we were on um, at blog on the boys. This is in all likelihood, the last home game of the season for the Cowboys. They have two road games left in the regular season. I know that it's possible. They're going to be the wild card team. They're not going to win the division. So unless, you know, other wild cards win, and they maybe host a divisional game or the nfc championship there's a lot of ifs in there this is the last home game so you got to get up home game christmas eve eagles no jalen hurts put them in their place and if they don't it will be it will feed the um the panic that cowboys fans have had all week if they don't lose and particularly if they do it in in that way right like if Dak throws picks if they can't stop miles sanders if Kelvin Joseph gets destroyed. If all those like strings of insecurity are, are pulled at, um, you know, people will be like, same old, same old. Two weeks from now, they're just going to get bounced in the wild card round. Um, it will be concerning if they lose.
1: Yeah, it should be to a backup quarterback um, mm. with the one seat on the line. Yeah. Um, what's the question exactly? Like, what's my concern level?
0: Yeah. Like, what's your concern? How would you feel? Would you panic? Would you be sad? Would you be mad? Like, you know, it would be a bummer, but it wouldn't be, like, you know... Well, then, not, then like, ex- explain what the bummer would be so we can know how you will feel. Well, because you know, are. it's
1: Christmas Eve. It's going to be like, oh, man, I have to watch the Cowboys win. Not great, but it would also be a very quick flip to the next week. It's like, okay, well, now we have to win. It's like, now probably Jalen has to come back. He has to play... Week 17, have to beat the Saints, have to finish it out here, have to beat them to make that draft pick they owe to the Eagles even better. Like, There's all the reason. So I think it immediately flips. This is the real answer. It's not going to linger. Too, It's it's going to hurt in the moment, but it would also fit, flip very quickly to be like, let's wrap this up now. And also, yeah, the panic level would raise a little bit because it's like, okay, you lost. That's fine because you still have two games to get it, but that's one fewer game. So like, let's not mess around here. Let's get it. And then if for some reason, they would lose to the Saints. Then the concern level is like, that that ramps up to like an eight out of ten. Like only if 10. the
0: Cowboys won on Thursday night. Because to right. be clear, yes. if the Cow- exactly. if even if the Cowboys beat the Eagles and then the Cowboys lost to the Titans, boom, one seed Philly. And or I not think, even one seed division cha- depending on Minnesota. You get my point.
1: Yeah, unless there's yeah, and you know there's all. I, I kind of want the tie to happen. The only time I root for a the Viking.
0: Oh, the Cowboys Eagles tie is what you're saying because
1: it'd be just very. <laughs> It'd be very funny to me. Like, I'm just, so, I want to What is wanna... talking
0: about is if, if the Vikings win on Sunday against the Giants and then the Cowboys and the Eagles tie, correct me if I'm wrong, Philly clinches the division, but yes. not the
1: one season. Well, yeah, but I'm not rooting for that. I would root for the Vikings to either lose or tie, and then the Eagles to clinch everything with a tie. That would just be very fun. It'd be, I I want to like be able to go through a simulator and see what that looks like, that world. Because I want to, it just be very weird. You know what I mean? It'd be a very weird like to see everyone after the, because you know what happens when you know what to expect when a team like wins or loses. You see all the players, you know, run out, and what would happen? Like because they just clinched the one seed, but it would be a tie. So like, are they? I guess they're gonna run out and celebrate, but it's probably is it more muted? They're kind of just like politely shaking everyone's hands are like good win i mean good tie by us. good tie
0: um for uh who wrote the poem the first one by the way everybody give a round of applause to for um says the best thing by far is even if something goes wrong and it won't we still have 52 the best super bowl of all time i was told that living in the past was lame by eagles fans <laughs> That like you don't look in the past you don't celebrate wins from the past that's 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 stupid you don't do that so it's funny how that works now you know for eagles fans it's interesting like five years ago um, if the Eagles lose this game, so like, what, what is the panic? You, you mentioned like panic races. Um, wow. There's a U.S. men's national team Jersey at this Jets Jaguars game. I did not expect to see that there. Uh, but 10 point lead Jackson to win the AFC South baby. I agree with you. Um, but so like the panic meter one to 10 is what for the Eagles Saints game right now. And it goes to what with a loss and the Cowboys win next Thursday.
1: I mean, it's a 0 out of 10 right now because, you know, it might not mean anything. So... So that's I mean, so like a it 5,
0: may maybe?
1: I mean, if the Cowboys win, the Eagles lose. No, more like a, a 3 out of 10.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And it depends how they lose, too. You know, if they get, like, blown out, okay, that's kind of concerning because, again, they still have a good enough of other players on the team that they should not get, like, destroyed. The quarterback, unless Minshew just throws, like, 5 picks, but, you know, the quarterback shouldn't be the only difference here
0: um kevin says it is kind of cold outside the arctic blast making its way down south right now um so everybody bundle up we hope everybody is safe well maybe Um,
1: kevin's in the ice box
0: (laughs) we haven't done that in a long time we really need to tomorrow we're doing the ice box um well stats is gonna put somebody in the ice box when he picks the cowboys or eagles
1: true unless Uh, he predicts a tie
0: well then we would all be in the ice box true All right, Brandon, final thoughts. Um, I don't know if we'll do another live mixtape this season. Obviously, if the Cowboys and Eagles meet in the division around, we'll have to do it. There's a good chance that's going to happen. Okay, like, let's say this now. This is my for real last question. If that happens, will that be the longest week of your life because of what the, like, consequence would be if the Eagles lost?
1: I mean, I'm not really worried about them losing
0: okay so that's this is who eagles fans are now by the way
1: um you're 13 to 1 they've lost one game all year they look great they have okay but
0: like to say that you're not worried about them losing a playoff I'm game not. Is ridiculous like that like
1: it's silly. it's gonna like, be at home too i'm not saying they can't lose it but i'm not like going into the game feeling wait, nervous okay, i feel good me, about their let me chances. ask let me
0: just come let me ask point blank if the eagles lost in the divisional round after having the bye to the cowboys would yeah. that be the worst eagles loss of your lifetime
1: It'd be, I I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, it would be one of the worst ones because it's, you know, you don't go whatever they're going to finish and you don't start 13-1 to lose in the divisional round at home. You just don't do that. It's not good enough.
0: Believe me, it's not a fun feeling. You know, know, (laughs) like
1: I I, I don't know even what that would feel like. And I'm sure, you know, you would hate being in that situation if it happened to the Cowboys.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's such a weird dichotomy because for both teams, the Cowboys and Eagles, like, the, you know, everybody's like, yeah, I want to do that because I want to win. Because that, that would be the sweetest win of all time, right? Or not, not all time, but you know what I mean? It would be so euphoric to win that game. But the, it would be a, a worse than usual playoff loss for either team in that situation. Uh, Kevin says there is seriously a chance that the whole NFC There's is a chance in the second round of the playoffs. If that happens, by the way, your final four in the NFC is the NFC beast. Mm. so Copyright. Um, all right.
1: Shout out to Patrick who said the episode wasn't long enough.
0: Uh, Patrick, uh, where did he say that? Um, this comments. wasn't long enough. I wanted to hang with you guys all night. Merry Christmas, guys, and may BLG forever rain. What is the story? What is the genesis of the forever rain thing? Kissed and Solak just used to say that for some
1: reason. Um, back kiss when they were doing stupid. BG and radio stuff, you said kiss is stupid. I'm gonna, nah. I'm gonna clip that and send it to him.
0: Um, kiss, I told Kiss to get me into TikTok or into F1. And his exact response was to he he suggested I go watch his TikToks. No, I was like, I'm not doing that.
1: Sorry, kissed, but uh, wow, I can't do that. Um, I don't know how much how do people have time for all this stuff. I I can't do I can't add another thing. I'm already doing. I'm already maxed out. I can't do more.
0: I agree. Um, I agree. Wow. Um, if people want us to start a survivor podcast, we're open to that idea as well. By the way, mm, I don't know. Cassidy was robbed.
1: No. I wanted her to win because I would have won 80 bucks or so if she did, but I was not like, I didn't feel like I got robbed.
0: All right. Um, Spoiler alert for Survivor. As we leave, I would like you to give us three things that are awesome about Christmas. My mom, shout out Mrs. G,
1: who it's also her birthday. So happy birthday! Happy
0: mom. birthday, Mrs. G. Wow, what a great day! December
1: yeah, 20th. wow, no, on sorry, on uh, Christmas itself.
0: Your mom's birthday is Christmas, Whoa, yeah, that's right. That is everyone, super
1: cool. Yeah, well, it's tough because sometimes you have a birthday and Christmas, you kind of get you don't get like the true birthday experience, you know what I mean? Because everyone just
0: do, you do it. the like? Mom, this is you know, I don't want to like try, you know, put you in a tough spot here, but like, do you do the like this is for your birthday and Christmas? Or do you do the like this is your birthday? I make birthday.
1: a big effort to say happy birthday, mom, before any kind of Christmas stuff. Because so, I want you know, okay. I want my mom to have a special day. Okay. My mom. Uh so my mom definitely I'll put my dad up there and then I will put my great support system of friends, which I'll I'll put you in there, RJ, RJ and you know, E, who's listening to this and and hold in. And uh, Zach and Josh and Abby and Jess and everyone else who I can't mention because I mentioned everyone. I'm going to leave someone out. But uh, and Patrick, great support system of friends, James. I'm just saying names now. But uh, yeah.
0: No love for I'm stats. A, Interesting.
1: Stats, tell him. stats doesn't want to be in there. I don't think he wants to be in there. Not that he dislikes me, but I think he wants to be a comfortable arms length uh, distance away.
0: Um, that's true. Um, I know for a fact that E thinks that Cassidy should have won Survivor as well. I'm going to guess that. Wow.
1: Um all right. You know for a fact that you're guessing something?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's the logic. Um What's your three things? Uh three things that I like about Christmas. Um Well, um Yeah, the so listeners like,
1: count by the way. The listeners are grouped in Yeah, the listeners system.
0: are obviously implied and understood. I like um uh, this is really chalk and in cliché but like the lights. Like I like the magic of it. Like it, it it's different. You know what I mean? It's it's there is like I always think about uh, Mrs. McAllister saying the season of perpetual hope, like there is something you, you like everything feels more possible, you know what I mean? Like so um, the like majesty of it all, I like um, I like the connective tissue that, that comes around with it. Like, you know, there's there's just something like you're tighter with people like you're you know, you're 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 talking everyone's happier. Yeah. Like it's a good, good time. Good vibe. Um, the last one is very, very particular to me. Um, I posted something about this on my instagram my wife and i took our son to see santa claus today um so and that was that's really cool yeah it was really awesome um he is one year old but you know this uh he's, he's older than that he's well, he's, uh, he's 13 months now he's like timeless so, but that's what i'm saying like santa to that, po- to that point old. um he um oh santa yeah <laughs> so, uh my son was born the night before thanksgiving last year and he we, we spent the first two months of his life in the NICU. And so our whole holiday season last year uh, was in the NICU. And I really have thought a lot about families who are in different spots or different situations this year uh, just because of how challenging that was. And so to see Christmas through his eyes and through his lens and the lens of parenthood and fatherhood and, you know, with my wife and everything, see him on Santa's lap. It was those days felt so far away last year. And so uh, that is forever a, a, a part of my Christmas that I love. So. Um and I love you, Brandon. I love our, our NFC East mixtape family. What a good time. Like what who who doesn't love this? You know what I mean? Who doesn't love this? So yeah, it's good. Um, good thing the Cowboys are gonna smoke the Eagles on Sunday. So uh Saturday, crap. Um yeah. All right, score prediction. I guess we've done last thing like five times. So
1: Eagles. Well, people are enjoying it. It's not like the chat is fizzling out. Uh chat's going strong. I'm gonna say Eagles. 28 Cowboys 27 one point game and it comes down to the final drive of the game and the eagles go for two to win the game
0: so you think the 28 is not just for t- chalk touchdowns no yeah because they would have 20 points at that point if they went for two you know what i'm saying and got 28. huh I'm saying, like, you think they have 28 points, but it's not four chalk touchdowns extra well, points. Oh,
1: yeah, it can't be. If I said they're going to go for two, that's what they, I was uh, confirming yeah. with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they um, go for two to win the game, and Minchu himself runs it in.
0: Cowboys 33, Eagles 16. Oh, come on. You don't even believe that. I do.
1: No, you don't. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas.